America's a business, right? Mm-hmm. Laws are bought. So the reason why gun why uh, gun laws haven't been changed is because certain senators are being bought by the NRA. Mm-hmm. So it's like it all it come down to money. Like as you say, that unification aspect of it, people still don't realize that their dollar is more powerful than their voice. Hey, yo, everybody has a six-figure goal, but they're only thinking of 100 racks, not realizing that six figures goes all the way up to 900K. And I was able to do that with just one digital product in my business. But it's not about how much came in. It's about how much that I missed out on because of information that I did not have. And I don't want you to go through the same thing in your entrepreneurial journey. So I'm hosting a completely free masterclass this upcoming Thursday, teaching how you can take your own IP, your own intellectual property, knowledge and information that you already have, create digital products and digital assets with it. Not only that, but I'm going to teach you the entire framework and system And system, S-Y-S-T-E-M, stands for saving yourself time, energy, and money so you don't have to go through the same pitfalls that I had to go through along the way. So go ahead, click the link, and join the masterclass. It is completely free, but spots are limited, so take advantage now. I'll see you on Thursday. Welcome to another episode of It's Credit at the Top. I'm your host, Aston CEO. I got the voice of God on the other side with me. Hey, hallelujah, beautiful peoples. Man, this episode is going to be short. I just wanted to ask you. Just talk, touch on a topic that I heard on the news this morning. Well, not on the news. I don't watch the news, but I heard the mm-hmm. you know social media where I get my news from because mm-hmm. it happens in real time. And uh, are you familiar? It was another mass shooting in the school. Yeah. yeah, right. Right before we started, I was talking to Viv about it, and I was like, "We got to finish this conversation later," because she had a she had a, a proposal. That she feels will be the solution. I'm like, that ain't the solution. And I, I, I'll say it. Man, but, but, uh, start off with a, you know, prayers go out to. And I, when people say that prayers and prayers go out to, I know it's like a saying, but when I say it, I actually meant mm-hmm. mean like I said a prayer for. You. Right, right. So like when I reach out to people, they going through something or a loss, I'll be like, yo, prayers to the fam. Like I really yeah. said a prayer. Same it's not here. just the same. Same. So here. like prayers to the everybody affected by this shooting in uh in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Was it in Nashville? Yeah, Nashville. Yep. Nashville is one of the cities I actually I think I've been, but I haven't been. Mm. Like I think it might have been some school trip or something, maybe. Uh-huh. I know I've been to different parts of Tennessee, but it's one of the uh, Nashville. Nashville was one of the options I was looking into moving to. I was about to say it's one of the best cities to live in, and it's one of the best places to be for entertainment. In twenty thirteen, when I was researching the cities to move to, mm-hmm. Nashville was one of them. Nashville hot. Shout out to them chicken tenders. First, first city I looked into was Charlotte, mm. just because like childhood, I didn't know nothing. It's just childhood. I just thought Charlotte was the best place ever just because, you know, I'm from Lexington, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. My granddaddy, we would go visit my granddaddy in Charlotte. I just thought it was like big city, oh, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's one, lo- one of the, like, I think it's like top five cities for black wealth. Mm. Well, I just looked at 
look, and then it was like, so I was looking at Charlotte, Nashville, mm-hmm. Atlanta, and Houston. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but the but the the gun violence in America, you know, people talk about all these things. It's ingrained in a it's like the foundation of the country. A lot of America's problems are because of what it was built on. Right. Other areas of the world, they address the foundation of stuff mm. and then move forward, whereas America's the only place in the world that tells you to forget mm-hmm. yep. what happened and just go on about everything. And I'm like, it's just <laughs> it's so only, hypocritical. And look, they not only tell you to forget, they are in the process of making you forget and taking history. Yeah, they intentionally, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So they want you to forget the foundation of everything that happened in this country's past. But they don't forget nothing. Right. No, I mean, my people is out here struggling because they did something in their past. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's still on their record. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. You did this seven years ago. Uh, you can't get this job. Hey, man, just forget about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. Hey, hey, you, hey, you wanna, you wanna purchase this home? I'm sorry. Uh, five years ago, your your credit right here, man. Why can't <laughs> right, y'all just right. forget about it? Five years ago, you know, you had that little late payment. <laughs> yeah, why can't you just forget about it? Oh, all these hundreds and hundreds of years of this and that and genocide and this and y'all just forget Come about on, it. Get man. over it. Like right. y'all still, y'all still talking about this. <laughs> like, come on, guys. Come on, guys. Some of you guys are billionaires now. Like, why are we even discussing this? <laughs> come on, guys. You got three just rich black it. people now. Like, stop it. <laughs> but but somebody 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 finally makes it and gets canceled over a tweet that they did when they was fourteen. Right. Guys, forget about it. <laughs> Why y'all? <laughs> they tried to get Kevin Hart. He he persevered, man. Yeah, but I just wanted to I just wanted to ask you just shortly. I don't want to have a I don't want to have a big discussion about it. It's just something that literally happened today. And and then I was appalled to hear, which I already know. I know there's mass shootings happening all the time. But this is the this is the 129th mass shooting of 2023 so mm-hmm. far. Mm-hmm. I was like, dang, I know they happen all the time, but I, I know it was 129. Yeah, like every day. So for it to be the 129th mass shooting, and I'm thinking there might have been a handful, and it's like it's just so normal. Yeah. That it don't, and I'm not a parent. So that's why I wanted to ask you. You got a four-year-old and a two-year-old. Mm-hmm. Like, do y'all feel comfortable sending your kids off to school? Um, honestly, bro, I never thought about it until last year. I was dropping Shiloh and Ivy off, and uh, yeah, for whatever reason, I'm walking out of the school, and I'm like, because they got like double doors, like and stuff. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like. I just thought to myself, do they have any type of like protection for anything? You know what I'm saying? Like, and then I was like, man, that's crazy. I gotta even think about that. This is a school with toddlers and babies. Mm-hmm. But it's a real thought though, because 
It, it was an elementary school that got shot up. Yeah, I know. I know. Like your your oldest will be in elementary school in uh, two years. Yep. Yep. So that's definitely something that I think about a lot, and what I ignorantly I used to think about. Okay, which one is more effective, public schools or private schools? But the private schools, the one that got shot up. Exactly. So it's like everything that I thought I knew is just all out the window. And it's just like, I don't know, bro. You get put in a um, vicarious position to be like, try to figure out what does that mean? Because we know we're not going to isolate our children. We know the country ain't about to change with the the gun laws. So what does the future look like? Why is the country not going to change with the gun laws? That's the that's the question people need to need to ask themselves to start coming up with solutions. Because I say it like this, like I I don't say it like I'm accepting what it is. I'm saying that like certain things have to take place before that can happen. So like you were just talking about like how the country is built up on certain foundations, right? So mm-hmm. it's just like if you got somebody who's out of shape, I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, you for sure can run a 26-mile a marathon. But if you show me that you've been running and working out and, and I see that, then I'll start to believe that you may be able to do that. So the, the country got to change its foundation and principles before that will change. But how does the country change? Uh, I think accountability and in the people coming together as a as one unit to say enough is enough. See, I don't think that's the answer at all. What do you think the answer is? Money. And how so though? Because you so still talk about you st- money for everything. Because money is the answer to like most things. Yeah, for sure. But still, even with that being said, there has to be unity in the implementation of whatever that strategy is to affect the money. You can't have three people saying, "All right, we're gonna affect the money," because that ain't gonna do nothing. Yeah, but laws laws are bought. America's a business. Right, mm-hmm. laws are bought. So the reason why gun why uh, gun laws haven't been changed is because certain senators are being bought by the NRA. Mm-hmm. So it's like it all it come down to money. Like as you say, that unification aspect of it, people still don't realize that their dollar is more powerful than their voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, so I, so I if they can be sense. so if they can be bought, other other cultures of other subcultures or cultures, people, whatever you want to put it, have realized this and they buy certain laws. That's why certain things happen for certain people at a at a faster pace because they're they're purchasing these things. Mm-hmm. So I'm like like if if certain people are getting their pockets lined to not change gun control laws. 
Because I'm, I, I know there's going to be people that be like, well, people kill people, not guns. Yeah, you're right. Like, if it ain't gun, it's going to be something else. It's been since the beginning of time we've been killing mm-hmm. each other, right? I'm like, yeah, I got a better. I think you said it before in the past, like, yo, I'm taking my chances on it for if a dude got 10 knives, the oh, yeah, gun, sure, right? Sure. <laughs> so, I feel better in that fight. <laughs> but it, But it's like. Because think, think of how quickly things change. September 11th happened. September 11th, 2001. Mm-hmm. Almost 22 years. That's crazy. I don't, I've never, I've never, the only airport I know is post 9-11. I've never been on a plane where you didn't have to walk through TSA and the metal detectors and possibly get patted down and mm-hmm. have your bags go through the X-ray and all this stuff. I don't, I don't know a time other than that. Right. But they said literally one day before 9-11, you could not get checked, walk all the way to the gate. If you, a parent could walk the child to the gate. Mm-hmm. Husband can walk their wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, hug at the gate, say your goodbyes, give a kiss goodbye at the gate mm-hmm. and go. Now you can't even walk past, you can walk somebody to the T to the uh to the TSA. To the TSA. Yeah, that's it, yeah. And then it might so really you can walk somebody to the ticket to the ticketing mm-hmm. spot. Checking in. That happened. In, that happened instantly. Wow! One thing so, so. It took one. Tra- tra- what's the word I'm searching for? Traumatic Tragic. event. Traumatic event. Took one traumatic event for that to instantly change. Mm-hmm. They still ain't realized that one. It we still ain't had that one mass shooting yet that makes like them be like. Okay, we got to change this, which is crazy to me. Yeah, that is crazy. Like the, like the, when Columbine happened all them years ago, mm-hmm. if that was handled how 9 11 was handled, this wouldn't be an issue today. Right. Yep. For schools, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause ain't none of none of that. What I know, the airport, I I can't tell you what the airports were from personal experience. Right before I, I think first time I ever got on a plane was as you. Nah, maybe two thousands. I was in prep school. Mm. So I think maybe the first time I got on a plane was like 06. Man. But I'm like, as far as all these checkpoints, like imagine if that happened when Columbine happened. You're right. Yeah, that time. Okay, we can't we we can't have this happen again. Okay, we need metal detectors, we need we need armed security, we need blah blah blah, we need this, we need that. Mm. Like they did with nine eleven. Mm-hmm. I think something similar. I could be wrong. History checkers check my history, but I think something similar happened in in the UK one time, and they took all these precautions so it mm-hmm. won't happen again. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's uh, yeah, cause I I've even thought about like going back to the money conversation. I've even thought about the people who have the influence. Cause like, let me ask you, who, who would you say has the biggest influence on the people of America? Like, what type of like, what group of people? Celebrities. Yep, celebrities and entertainers. So I'm like, I always think to like sports figures mainly because that mm-hmm. that touches a, a huge group of people, all, all walks of people. If collectively everybody was like, we, we're, not, we're not swinging another bat, we're not shooting another jump shot, we're not throwing a football, we're not putting pads on, we're not kicking the soccer, we're not doing anything until it changes. That that'll never happen. It, that will never happen. But I'm just saying I just I think of that type of movement is probably the only thing that could create enough to 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 change the needle and change the narrative because, because they would have to suffer. So it's like that basketball player is getting seventy million this year. All right, I ain't playing to y'all. It's a lot to ask somebody. I know, but it's still it's that's why that's why I'm like that's why I said unification is the first step. Because and then outside of that, the the somebody that that's gotten to a point where they're getting sixty, seventy million a year. It's it's a lot easier for them to say, "What about the dude that's getting two million? Yeah, one point one. The NFL player that's getting a four hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, but it still come down to it come down to even I ain't said this before, but sacrifice as well. Like if we think about any other changes in like the civil rights movement and stuff with boycotting and all that, people were sacrificing the ability to get to work by way of buses and stuff. Uh, I don't, I don't. You know I what I'm saying? Get, I don't want to get too into. I ain't about to go deep. I'm just asses. No, that that I'm ain't deep. I'm just saying that sacrifice. No, nah, no, nah, because because what the example you just used, I'm kind of. What did the civil rights movement really do for us? I ain't gonna. I'm oh, not gonna. Nah, nah, I'm not that, gonna yeah, get see, into yeah, it. Yeah, see, yeah, you, you, yeah, you, you had a, uh, yeah, you had some deeper thoughts. <laughs> like, yeah. He was like, okay, nah, nah. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ain't, I ain't going to, but. But it's like the the money's there. Think to grease to grease they, the politicians. That's, is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying the money's there to change everything. Yeah. Like think, where did they get the money to implement all this stuff immediately into every airport? Oh yeah, the the money's always there. Uh, they get all this money to to uh, they get all this money to fund Ukraine. Mm-hmm. They get all this. How much How much billions did we get to Ukraine? Bro, billions and billions and billions. Like tens of, like tens of billions, yeah. I believe. So and can't get nothing in Flint because we ain't got enough money. Yeah, but it's like Flint can't drink water. Yeah. Or you can't put these procedures in place at schools or free health. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's a bunch of stuff. The list goes on and on. So it's like. So it's like the money's there, and then and then on top of that, 
like, you can train teachers to be armed at school, right? But then I know one one side of that, a parent may feel, well, what if the teacher snaps? Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I'm like, if you have armed security there, trained, trained armed, where they be, off-duty police officers, whatever. But I was thinking this. I'm like, look, we got all this extra money that we just be printing out of out of nowhere. Mm. You know, dollar only got value because we think it does. Right. Really, if if everybody enough. unified and didn't believe that it <laughs> that it was worth nothing, it literally the, the whole country would collapse because mm-hmm. it's, it's it's nothing. Hundred band, hundred band, hundred band, hundred band, hundred band, hundred bands. Everybody has a six figure goal, but they're thinking too small. They're only thinking of a hundred bands, not realizing that six figures goes all the way up to nine hundred k. And I was able to do that in my business with just one digital product. But it's not about how much came in; it's about how much that I lost out on because of information that I did not have. And I do not want you to go through the same thing on your entrepreneurial journey. So I'm hosting a completely free masterclass this upcoming Thursday, teaching how you can create and scale digital products and digital assets. But not only that, I'm giving you the entire framework and system to take your own intellectual property, your own IP, getting in the right system to scale. And system, S-Y-S-T-E-M, stands for saving yourself time, energy, and money. So go ahead, click the link, and join me this upcoming Thursday for the masterclass. See you soon. But we got all these jobless veterans that are trained. Mm-hmm. That are, that would, that have a mentality to serve people. Mm-hmm. They have a mentality to serve the country. You talk to a vet, they're proud. Mm-hmm. And would and would love to have the responsibility mm-hmm. to protect and serve. Mm-hmm. So you got all these all these veterans out here that that helped the country, fought for freedom, whatever you want to put it, that literally cannot get a job. Put them as security in the school. The ones that are mentally stable, yeah, was, like of course, have some, say, have yeah. some, have some checks and balances, yeah. some mental evaluations and whatnot. Yeah. But we don't want the the school bell going. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I ain't saying everybody's everybody's fit. Yeah, but something, and then the and then the money aspect too. I was like. And that's why I say I want to ask a parent, or maybe we can have a deeper conversation off off camera one day. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, I don't have kids, but I'm thinking if I did have kids, I would think homeschool. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, that's a that's a financial burden. Well, I mean, so I'm like, money money would be the answer for. For, for for that, that too. too, yeah, yeah. Because people don't realize you don't have to. I get the social. Either, either a parent teach in school or bring somebody in. But I'm like, even the parent teaching in school that also requires money because 
the household needs to be making enough to whereas one of the parents could just take mm-hmm. five, six, five, six hours out the day to. Yep, and the, and the parent got to be willing to. Hey, you know, I know we definitely would just, of course, because honestly, what we see, but that's see, that's the only thing, like the types of schools that. We have been putting like you know Shiloh and Avi in and stuff like that, like their private preschools or whatever. But the curriculum, which is crazy to me, yeah. But, <laughs> but the curriculum is like like bro, Shiloh did a thirty minute play the other day. Like it's it's like it's for certain development outside of just like reading yeah. books and stuff like that. So that aspect, if we were to start homeschooling her, we would rob her of that. So it'd be but, stuff but I, like that. I get that, but I'm saying, but things of that nature can be done outside of school. Oh yeah, for sure. Like like she go to Dada twice a week. So when I'm saying the social element of it, if I think of myself, since day one of my school, none of my friends went to my school. Mm-hmm. I've never had that experience. Because now which I was talking about it with my pops a couple of weeks ago. I was like, man, it'd be nice if I grew up in how school is now in my district, like where I'm from. Mm-hmm. You know, I always played sports. So, and and even before sports was like a a thing for school, because, you know, elementary school, you know, you got elementary school sports teams and stuff, mm-hmm. right? But I never went to my school district. Right. I could never just ride the bus to school. I could never just walk to school since first grade. So it's like, say if I got friend, my actual friends that I hang out with and see day to day and stuff or weekend or go to their house or whatever, play video games, they were nobody that I went to school with. Mm-hmm. So it was like I always had school friends and I always had like real friends. But those school people, we never hung out outside of school. Mm-hmm. Only got like a year and a half window with that in high school. Because when my mama finally got a house, it was in the school district that I went to. Mm-hmm. And some of those guys, we had formed friendships outside like I was hanging out with them. Then as soon as I left school, that school went to my second school. It kind of fizzled out. Mm-hmm. Then all my friends ended up being like on the north side of town. Like my friends that I still got to this day, they mm-hmm. are from the north side of my city. So I'm just like, in social aspect, I'm just using that as an example. I'm like, you can st- a kid can still be around kids and not be at school. Yeah, that's true. Through extracurricular activities. Mm-hmm. You know, if you happen to live in a neighborhood that got kids, go to the park, sports. Yeah. You know, but... I don't know, man. I just was wondering, like, it's, it's somebody with kids and kids that go to school. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy to hear me say, like, you say, Ivy, a two-year-old goes to school. I'm like, what school does a two-year-old go to? <laughs> Montessori. But I don't know. I just want to have just a brief, like, what does a parent think right now? Yeah, man. So it's a um, it's a balance of terror and 
don't be fearful. You just got to figure something out. Because these are terrorist activities that are taking place on our homeland. And people just be acting like the U.S. is just like, oh, the greatest country in the world. But if there's no other place in the world that has this, especially at this clip. Yeah. But at the same time, though, there's no other place in the world that has this. Of course. It's, it's, like there's we, always the good and the bad, but I'm just saying in but does regards the good, to our bad. Does the bad, outweigh the, does the bad outweigh the good or does the good outweigh the bad? The good outweighs the I bad. Because I still don't think I will want to live anywhere else. No, me either. But I, I'm just speaking to how... As a country, I'll say, we are blind to what we consider to be the bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. our bad is terrible. And and I say that to just literally just comparing our bad to what a lot of the world faces um, in regards to violence, gun violence, specifically, since that's what we're talking about. Yeah. And we just be acting like, these other countries, these third world countries, and all, you know, we just be acting like, oh, it's just so crazy over there. Like, man, look at your home soil and how we over here having a, a podcast about school shootings. And it's been over a hundred of them. And it's, it's March. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm like, when I, like when I travel and stuff, if I go out the country, my parents and stuff, or, I mean, my granny, she would hear I was somewhere and be tell him, be careful, it's dangerous. I'm like, Y'all know where we live at? <laughs> hey. <laughs> like, I feel comfortable, I feel safe. Like, one spot that I have thought about, have thought about possibly could, could move to is Dubai. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, it ain't, it ain't my, I'm going to have to go back. Because the time I went, you know, it was like for a mastermind. Mm. So I couldn't really do everything I just wanted to do and I just wanted to see. Mm-hmm. I guess I could have made time, but I was tired and doing yeah. excursions with the group and stuff. But just as far as uh, uh, Dubai's, I'm confident in saying Dubai's probably the safest place in the world. Mm-hmm. By design, like the... They made it, and everybody from Dubai, like people, they don't know. Like I got a post go going viral right now on social media about how I'm saying like it's different in Dubai than somewhere else, and people are like, oh, you confusing them with it. People don't know Dubai's a newer place, right? Like I went, they got a museum. I'm thinking that I'm gonna see like some Dubai history. It's a museum of the future. They only they don't got no yeah, history. They built Dubai the last thirty years. Yeah, they don't got no history. I I knew that, but I didn't. It didn't click with me mm-hmm. until I'm like, oh, this is the museum of the future because you have no past, right? So people be like, uh, Dubai, you can do it. You can do it. Somebody, oh, you're not allowed to work. You're not allowed to see their faces out there. That's what somebody just said in my comments the other day. Women can't show their faces. I'm like, yes, you can't. People from all over live in Dubai. Mm-hmm. It's a they made it, they built it to be a come here. There's no people from there. Mm-hmm. Except for the new babies, new kids and stuff that's came since people 
Right. Moved there. You got people from all over living there. Like my man's from Spain's is mm-hmm. moving there with his family and stuff. But then on the flip side of it, I think, and I've asked my man's the same thing about his his kids, his, his specifically his son. But I was like, because uh, my guy that's moving there, he's got a checkered past. He's been in the streets. He's been to prison. He's dealt with a, a crime element and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, there's certain life experiences that he's seen. And, you know, the world is a real place. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you raising a family in Dubai. Are are you afraid that they won't know how life is? Mm-hmm. Or is that a plus? Yeah, I I'm like, yeah, that's because think you go to somewhere where there's literally no crime element. Mm-hmm. I'm like that bubble. If you was to ever leave that bubble, I'm like, would you be able to maneuver? Like, are you ever gonna get? Would you know how to act if you do happen to get punched in the face somewhere? Yeah, I mean, or would. You, yeah, that's. It. I think. I think. Yeah, that that's like the age old, like, you know, like uh, I grew up this way, like you said, and my kids coming up privileged, so there's like this this uh, battle of wanting them to feel what I feel, but I think. No, I don't mean feel what he feels as far as like going to jail, going doing time and dealing in the streets and stuff. I'm just saying the aspect of like, I think the world's already, I can't speak for the world because I'm America. Mm-hmm. We already soft. Mm-hmm. And when I say soft, I mean that like negatively. Mm-hmm. We like just people have gotten soft. Everybody's so sensitive to everything. You can't, you can't mistakenly say something. Right. Like yeah. I was listening about the, we started off talking about the school shooting. I was listening to The Breakfast Club this morning mm-hmm. talk about it. That's how I got my news from it, about it. And say that they're reporting that it was a a transgender, a trans person that did the right. shooting. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Charlemagne said, um, Charlemagne said, now, now with this with this a uh, woman that did this shooting. Or, or this guy that did the shooting, and he was like, mm. you could tell you didn't know what to say. And then he flat out just said, man, if y'all get mad at me about getting it wrong right now, then y'all think about the wrong thing. Because mm. he just knows as people are going to get mad about them saying a trans, a trans woman shot up a school. Mm-hmm. And he don't know whether to say he or she. People are getting an outrage about that. Yeah, for sure. Versus, I told you I, I got a one of my mentees. He's a, a what's the what's the word? Non-binary. Mm-hmm. Is that the proper oh, yeah, word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I like the I like the way that he received it because he's sending me a message. I was greeting him, telling him like I'm excited to work with you, and I say like something I say is my man. I say my man or my guy. Mm-hmm. About, 
I say, my man, I'm like, yo, excited to work with you, my man. And then I'm looking and I'm looking at his social profiles and stuff and seeing that he doesn't go by gender and stuff. And then I send him a message like, yo, I didn't mean to be disrespectful. I didn't know. Mm. I just, my man, something I say. He was like, yo, no problem. I get it. Like, I'm, I like that he's like, no, I understand. Yeah. You're not used to it. You just see me. That's what you said. Whereas somebody else will be like, you should. Yeah, flipping, tripping, doing the most. Yeah. So when I say soft, I'm just, and I just use that as an example, but we're just soft in general. Like we just get so offended by every little. Everything, yeah. Like every little thing. Like I can see somebody has an A at the end of their name and I can say, Janiqua, and she might say, it's Janiqua. Like, you need to learn how to say, like, hey, yo, most people, they have a six-figure goal, but they're thinking too small. They're only thinking of 100 bands. You're thinking too small. We need to be thinking big. <laughs> six figures goes up to 900K, and I was able to do that in my business with just one digital product. But it's not about how much bread came in. It's about how much that I lost out on because of information that I did not have. And I do not want the same thing to happen to you along your entrepreneurial journey. So I'm hosting a completely free masterclass this upcoming Thursday, teaching how you can take your already existing skills and information that you already have, your own intellectual property, your IP, create digital products and digital assets with them. Not only that, but I'm giving you the entire framework, strategies, and system and system, S-Y-S-T-E-M, stands for saving yourself time, energy, and money so you don't have to go through the same pitfalls that I had to go through along the way. So go ahead, click the link, and register for the masterclass, and I will see you this upcoming Thursday. And it's like we've just become so soft that when something does happen, I'll be like, are we as a people going to be able to handle it? Handle it. Yeah. China ain't soft. Russia ain't soft. Them seem to be the two that we always worried about, right? Mm -hmm. Them aliens, if they do do something, I'm pretty sure they ain't soft. <laughs> uh, well, like what we gonna do? Right, we we gonna see. <laughs> that's what we gonna do. We gonna see. <laughs> so that's the only reason why I said that aspect of the why I wouldn't. What question to live in Dubai? Because it's like it's 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 such a soft place. Yeah. And if a kid's raised up in that, like if you get out of that, like would you know what to do if you face some adversity? No, but in that moment, you'll learn from it. And that's why I said specifically if, if his the son, moment happens. That's why I said. And more specific of his son, just because I was thinking more so like physical. Right, right. That's what I'm about to say. Cause not that a not that a girl and a woman can't get in a fight, but yeah, you know, you walk around as a man, a, a threat of physical altercation arises way more in your life day to day than your for wife's. Sure. For sure, for sure. On on the added fact of you moving around by yourself. Imagine if you got your wife or your your family around you and stuff too. It's like even heightened because if something goes down, you gotta protect them and mm -hmm. stuff. Outside of protecting yourself as a black man every single day. Yep, every day. So, but man, we gonna wrap this up. I just wanted to just have a. I know y'all usually used to the 
entrepreneurial talk, which I guess we had a little bit because it yeah. all comes down to money. Yeah. But but it's just the uh, I don't know. I think these conversations should just be had more because people don't ever even be in the thought process of these things until they happen. Mm-hmm. That's why I wanted to ask you because I'm like, I ain't got no kids, but I think th- I think of my little cousins and stuff. Mm-hmm. And my little cousin Aubrey, she's gonna be seven in August. That's the first person I thought. I'm like, dang, Aubrey be going to to school. Or my other cousins, but I got a couple other little cousins in like the age frame of your kids, but they live in France. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like Aubrey's mama's brother, brother and sister. I'm like, it's crazy what she has to think about here. But my cousin that lives in France, well, they in Italy right now, but mm-hmm. home base is the south of France. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, niece, mm-hmm. well, if you ever go south of France, which I'm sure you'll go some point sooner and later, it's all. I don't even know why they got it separated. Like it's, it's all like right, right there. Yeah. Yeah, Nice, Antibes, Cannes, like Cannes Film Festival and stuff. It's all right there, bro. It's just this sign makes everything way more expensive in Cannes because it says, Welcome to Cannes. Then that's how it is in Italy, <laughs> Positano and stuff. I'm off the coast, same way. But, but, but Europe, all the, but Europe, just period, everything's super close. Mm-hmm. It, it's small. That's why, like, people there, they're ignorant to the certain stuff over here. I saw some posts of this, some European person just sounding dumb talking about how Americans are dumb. She's like, they wouldn't even know the flags, like different countries' flags. Mm-hmm. And I heard her say that, and I was like, you dummy wouldn't even know. You don't even know that all the states have a flag. Right. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to tell me the state flag of Wyoming. I wouldn't even. But but how America <laughs> yeah. is that's why it's the United States of America. America's states are as big are bigger than countries over mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. It's just where they packaged them all up and made them one country versus what they would deem to be states or even counties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or depending on where you at, parishes in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they countries. And that's one reason why we can't all get together too. Cause take take I live in Texas. Texas operates. Texas like does its best thing. to operate as its own country. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's another reason why stuff can't get in that united, like you said, that united front. Cause it's like you got 50 separate countries. Well, yeah. Exactly. Basically. With their own interests, yeah. <laughs> yeah, acting like it's one. Instead of, but y'all, man, just love your people, pray over your kids, and uh, (laughs) really, man, it's sad that you can't. Yeah, sometimes you got that. Yeah, I mean, that's all you can do, bro. And, kids, and I'll man. say, and I'll say, and just don't take life for granted. Facts. 